I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. You are listening to the COB podcast at AusBiz. I'm your host, David Scott. It is August the 3rd, and I'm joined today by Carl Rotto, my colleague. Uh, Carl, welcome back. It's uh, great to go and see you. What do you make of the day? It uh, no, could have been worse, but it could have been better as well. Yeah, it was an interesting overshoot to the downside, I think, um, just to start off the session. I mean, I think Spy Futures were only implying maybe like an 11-point drop from Wall Street's lead, but um, we were down as much as uh, 1% during the day. I don't know what that was about. I don't know if this is kind of nervousness about uh, Pelosi's foray into Taiwan, but um, managed to claw things back. But it was it was pretty sloppy. Couldn't quite break, uh, break 7,000, obviously, once again. And um, only down 0.3% for the day, but yeah, super sloppy session. Yeah, it was a bit sloppy. And look, there is some pretty big risk events, not only what's going on, on the geopolitical front. I did say a headline flash past that uh, Nancy Pelosi was flagging that there could be an imminent trade deal written with uh, with Taiwan between the United States. Mm. That's uh, certainly probably wouldn't go down very well in China. That's one thing that markets are trying to navigate, but also a whole bunch of you know, earnings reports. And on top of that, uh, some big macro events as well. We have the ISM and services PMI out tonight. Uh, also, non-farm payrolls later in the week. Some pretty pivotal events when it comes to uh, the near-term expectations from the Federal Reserve. So probably not so surprising. But at individual level, uh, of course, uh, we're just kicking off our reporting season at the moment. And uh, the star performer today, Pinnacle Investment Management, so of course, uh, the owner of a variety of different funds, uh, and uh, has just been a star performer for decades, uh, not only uh, today's session, but it was up 12% or so, uh, beating expectations. Had a chat with the MD there, long-term MD, Ian McCown as well. It's going to get his views about what's going on there, what's going on with markets, and uh, what's also going on with him. He's been there since day dot. Uh, good chat. If you want to go and listen to it, that will be on the website shortly. Um, on the flip side, though, uh, we saw that ASX, uh, I used to go work at the ASX many, many moons ago, and uh, even back then, they were talking about a chest replacement system, and it seems that uh, they'll be waiting a little bit longer. One of the clear laggards today, Kyle. Yeah, no, I only saw the headline, and it speaks for, for itself, doesn't it? Um, so I've got nothing to really add other than the fact that um, we've seen a few little tech issues coming up for the ASX and questions about their uh, the, uh, the operations of the business, I suppose. So just uh, another black mark, I guess, and shareholders have punished them slightly for the, for the update today. Yeah, one thing that's really been noticeable as well, uh, the last uh, not only the last couple of days, but uh, certainly the last month or so, has just been that massive turnaround uh, in those names that were really smashed in the first half of the year. Like I saw Zip today, it was rather yeah. pinnacle for the top performer on the 200. A lot of the buy now, pay later names are all, uh, all, all starting to make a comeback to. What do you reckon, mate? Do you reckon that we're seeing maybe a resurgence uh, of Davy Day Trader? Because it certainly seems mm-hmm. like that. I've seen other reports out there at the moment as well in the States that a uh, few of those stocks are getting, uh, I know, uh, Wall Street bets uh, getting on board. What do, you, what do you think? Well, I mean, now that you mention it, I was talking to Kanish Chook today from ETF Securities, which is a little bit different, but he was saying that they've seen um, big inflows again into some of those FANG stocks and growthy stocks just to start with. So maybe that's a little bit of an indicator. I guess, you know, like my, my actual real world experience has always been in the broking CFD 
sort of space and you kind of get used to when things start moving it has kind of a self-perpetuating nature so things just turn into gambling chips and i think well i mean from day dot the buy now pay later space was already obviously at best a momentum play um you know realistically just a punt so maybe we've got some punters returning. I guess you'd have to look at the volumes to see if you know we are really seeing Davy Day trader come <laughs> come come back. Um, but uh, yeah, gambling chip for me, and that's why we're seeing all this volatility. Well, you had a good chat today with Vivek Da from uh, the Commonwealth Bank, of course, the uh, the mining energy uh, research director there at the bank. Uh, lots going on in the energy space, including in crude oil, uh, also in that mix of is coal, of course. So we thought uh, ahead of its uh, four-year results that were released uh, later on this month, New Hope. Uh, when it was that uh, a bit of news out today, lobbing a $94 million bid for a 15% stake in Malabar Resources. Uh, of course, a lot of interest in that particular area of the market with energy security. So we thought we'll take this opportunity to go make it our stock of the day when it came to the course. So Koshi sat down on this occasion with Carl Capolingua from Think Markets and Rudy Pe- Philippe Van Dyke from FN Arena to go get their take as to whether it was worth a punt on the coal miner. Take a listen. See the chart. So it's been, you know, it's been religiously every day on my, on my Twitter shortlist, right? It's so good. And you hope what it's there. Uh, it, yeah, I'm, look, I have to back it. The chart still looks good. I'm going to say even now it's still worth a buy. The last remaining producers will have a jolly good time in, yeah. at, at, in the very last falls of the, and that's, yeah. that's a fact. But it takes... Again, small changes can have a very big impact mm-hmm. on share price, in particular if they if they run that hard. It takes someone with a different type of uh, risk appetite. Uh, that's not me. Okay, so there you have it. You got a buy, but then you've uh, got basically an avoid um, from from Rudy there. So ain't going to the investment committee. Um, so moving on. Yeah, we must have the uh, update from the investment committee coming through pretty soon. Looking mm. forward to that one. Uh, yeah, so not to, not up for uh, for grabs that one. Uh, I tell you, there is a, a good interview today. I spoke with uh, Bob Desmond, who's a portfolio manager at Claremont Global, about uh, no particularly the U.S. earnings uh, season. What we've seen so far, uh, a lot of volatility, as you expect, around some of those results. Uh, yeah, has seen a lot in his time, and uh, yeah, good to go and uh, and chew the fat with and get a bit of insight as to what he likes at the moment and what he doesn't like. Uh, things that might be a bit more turmoil on the way, but this time not from the price side of the equation, but from the earnings side of the equation. So clear message for him is to go and tilt towards quality stocks in this environment. Well worth your time if you have a chance to listen to that in the show notes. Uh, moving forward, Carl, what's going to be some of the stuff? We've mentioned payrolls. That ISM uh, non-manufacturing uh, PMI out tonight in the States, I reckon that's one of the most crucial lead indicators we're going to have when it comes to trying to measure uh, this economic risk and the recession risk at the moment with the Fed tackling inflation because it really is almost the closest thing you get to a, a snapshot of, uh, of real-time uh, activity in the biggest part of the US economy. Yeah, well, we had those, um, what was it, the S&P Global Flash um, PMIs a few weeks ago and it was the services sector um, that kind of went, went into contraction and sent those shutters through the market about you know the growth outlook and it's sort of pretty precipitous slowdown in growth so i think it's going to be really interesting i mean with these events it could come in bang on expectations everyone sort of gets what they're expecting and, and we move on um and that you know the manufacturing pmi the ISM manufacturing pmi you know was was weaker than, than last month but it was better than expected so you know that that has to be said but again it all sort of hinges on whether the, the u.s consumer and services activity can hold up so if that that undershoots and you know there's always there's always the uh, the journalist slash you know CFD guy in the background is just wishing for more more vol and noise in the market. Uh, I'd uh, I'd be pretty thrilled to to see a pretty big miss, um, but it would be a pretty um, pretty ominous ominous sign, especially with the sort of strange commentary 
and out of step commentary that we've had from Fed speakers the last couple of days, if it, you know, say spills into contraction uh, for the month, then we have to really ask the question of, you know, what the Fed's priorities are here. Yeah, it's uh, really interesting to see them try and walk back uh, you know, Jerome Powell's remarks about the neutral rate being, uh, being struck. Uh, and some of the most dovish members as well of the uh, FOMC committee, at least previously, are now amongst the most hawkish. It's, it almost feels like off kilter. But uh, it does make me a little bit concerned because we know how wrong the Fed got it coming into this inflationary pulse. And when it comes out of this inflationary pulse, whenever it's been, uh, certainly you do wonder whether they might go and overcook it. That is a clear risk. And it's uh, one thing that uh, markets are starting to go and get a little bit excited about at the moment, given how often the recession word is coming up on the program. Look, before we go wrap it up, we're just going to go and uh, know, we'd like to go know why you come to listen to the COB and when you come to the COB podcast and the newsletter. So there's a bit of a section there that goes and asks you just a simple question. Why do you come to the uh, to this, uh, this newsletter? Uh, let us know. We've got lots of uh, different options there, including Scotty's view. I'll be uh, nominating <laughs> myself for that one, of course. But you've just, you've just uh, messed with the data. You've just thrown a, new, you've maybe, just thrown a bias in there. <laughs> Maybe maybe Carl's view as well. I think, um, our, not, our not better view. than mine. Yeah, on the tirades. The tirades is what you come for. On the way. But uh, the, the market wrap, or the, also the interviews, you can get to the show notes uh, and also some deals there. So let us know what you like about the newsletter, and that will going to help us to craft an improved product for what you're after. So please get yeah. involved there. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's go wrap it up there, Carl. It's been fantastic. Enjoy the day. It's, uh, no, the downhill runs of the weekend, so uh, let's see what Thursday brings. All right. Strap yourself in. Sounds good. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.